Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello and welcome to the All by the Popcorn podcast. I'm Alessandra. And I'm Emily. And today we are talking about the recent Dungeons and Dragons movie, uh, Honor Among Thieves. Yes, I remember this. Uh, this released while I was still in Buffalo, right? While I was still in uh, New York? Was yeah, New I York? think so. But you got to see it in theaters, right? Um, I did see it in theaters. I waited until I got back um, so I could see it with my roommate because they also, we, we all wanted to see it. Like me, Casey, and Raymond all wanted to go see it. Mm-hmm. Um, so I waited until I was back home. Yeah, I was very excited because it was just put onto Paramount Plus like the other day. And I was like, oh, hell yeah. I don't have to go to the movies. Um, I was waiting for was it. it a, was it a Paramount movie? I or, have no idea, but, no. you know, whatever. I'm not going to question it. It was on Paramount Plus. So, um... I got to watch it today, <laughs> and it stars Chris Pine, um, Michelle Rodriguez, Reggae Jean Page, and, you know, Justice Smith is in it, Hugh Grant's in it, Sophia Lillis is in it. Um, I think that the casting was fun, and I, I love this group of people, especially that they've got some um, fresher faces in there, too. Yeah, Daisy, um, Daisy Head. I saw her in this movie and mm-hmm. I was like, I was like, I know this girl. Oh, face. you sure do. Where have I seen this girl? I never figured it out. Oh, I did. Uh, immediately. <laughs> I, tr- I tried for like a day. I-, I like tried to have it like come to me and Casey had like gone on IMDb and-, and like knew the answer. And I was like, don't tell me, like, just give me a second. I never figured it out. And She's in season one and season two of Shadow and Bone. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't think anything else that, She's Jen, that yeah. I have. Yeah. 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 I think she has a pretty recognizable so. face to me, but that is just because it's like very uh, model-esque. <laughs> yes. Model-like and just very just a baby doll. Like she looks mm-hmm. like... She looks like a porcelain doll. Yeah. I don't know. She looks... Yeah, basically. But she was the baddie in this. And all, obviously, it didn't take me too long to realize that Hugh Grant was also a baddie. Um, lately, he's been mostly in, like, bad guy roles. So I feel like he's being kind of typecasted into that <laughs> into that realm right now. <laughs> Has he really? That's been the theme for his... For his roles? It feels like he is always kind of skirting that. And I feel like recently, like, I don't know. Like, I just, like, he, he can always be one or the other. Like, I, I think he was, like, a baddie in The Gentleman. Or he was, like, like, you know, again, 
he's always kind of to me the um Mr. Wickham character in, you know. Did I see this movie? Yeah, the gentleman. We definitely saw that movie. Um, <laughs> Did I see this movie? Yeah, we saw it. And he's like in The Man from Uncle. Like, he's in a lot of things, like, within the last 10 years that I just feel like. Oh my gosh. I don't know. Like, he just has that kind of air about him. But he was cute in this. Like, everybody, everybody was fine. Um, I felt like it was a pretty generic um cgi adventure fantasy adventure movie like nothing about it was truly remarkable um apparently (laughs) apparently the um the oh fuck what's his name what's what's the girl the girl the, the lady she says Michelle Rodriguez? This is Jarden. Jarden. Oh, 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 the, the, the Jarden. Jarden the bird. The Jarden. 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 I'm so close. Baroness oh, so Torvo. Okay. Yeah. Jarden, yes. She was he, funny. He, uh, apparently, apparently his costume was, was, was practical effects. It was like, uh, he, he wore like a, like an actual bird suit. Oh, oh, Jarden what? Not, not the... Not the person who called out Jonathan. <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that you know, was not, cool. Not the, not the lady. Yeah. yeah. Not the lady. That was definitely, like, I did I did appreciate that aspect of it. I just felt like generally it was just so, um, like, it didn't really, like, land in the way I wanted it to. But then again, I am watching it on my computer and not in a movie theater. So I would like to hear your opinion. Oh, okay. Um... I, you know, I don't think this movie took any huge risks. I mean, this is, this was a just, I, I loved it. Like, I, I love this movie. I would, I would watch it many times, probably. <laughs> um, I thought it was so funny. Like, the, the, the fat, the chonky dragon. Oh, he's my favorite. Yeah. I love the um, chonky dragon, for sure. There were probably a lot of D&D terms that still went over my head. Like, I, I know that the red sorcerers or the red wizards or whatever they are like they're they're like a pretty common baddie in D, and i i mean we just haven't had a campaign that included these people so i just don't know anything about them but you know we've had other references so like just the fact that there were a lot of references to D that um we are now kind of more familiar with and and um more ex- experienced in made it a lot more fun um, just for me as a, as a, as the, as the audience member watching this, mm-hmm. um, you know, I thought it was a great standalone, you know, if, if they make more, that'd be awesome. I'll probably go see them. But, you know, I think one is, is perfectly acceptable. It's perfectly fine. Yeah. Um, it's, but I thought that, you know, a lot of the storylines, you know, merged together very well. I thought the pacing was very good. I mm-hmm. thought this was a very well put together fun movie um and i and i felt like it closed things out pretty well i think it developed fairly well and it um and it really closed out things very well i i highly very much enjoy this movie a lot yeah i do think that it was you're right like the writing definitely closed up um a lot of the plot like the things it brought up it, it fixed so that was definitely like good because it could have just been a little bit too bloated and i think that's kind of 
you know, testament to the writers of this and the director, um, John Francis Daly and Jonathan Goldstein, um, and also Michael Gilio as writers. They are, like, pretty well-known, like, especially Jonathan Goldstein. He's been writing, he's writing a lot of, like, comedies and stuff. And John Francis Daly has written, I think, he wrote Spider-Man, Homecoming. Didn't you send me a TikTok? Yeah. Did you talk about John Francis Daly, about, like, his his career path? Yeah. Um, fucking, what's his name? From, He's from sweets, Bones. From Bones, yeah. Sweets! And he, he was Bones. on um, from Freaks, Freaks and Geeks. Geeks. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so he's definitely been around for a while, but he's definitely breaking yeah. into the writing scheme. I honestly didn't think that this movie was that funny. I was just, I think the only thing I laughed at was the fat um, dragon. And I'm pretty sure the rest okay. of the jokes just didn't really hit with me. I don't know what I don't know if it okay. was like um Chris Pine or like <gasps> It couldn't have been Chris Pine, Alessandra. Well like I liked him, but I think watching it on the smaller screen, like I didn't believe him. Like it was hard for me okay. to see him in this role where and you know I think it's because I kind of don't I have like a backstory of the fact that he is just he's just an actor and he was playing his role very well but he doesn't know anything about Dungeons and Dragons and he didn't like he, you know he doesn't come from a like a background where that's like something that he cares about so like yeah you can kind I mean, of what tell. I, what I have liked a cast of of mostly nobodies like maybe like like because, yeah, I mean, I feel like they just really needed some big names in here to mm-hmm. really get people to go. Um, like, a, especially Chris Pine and um, and Michelle Rodriguez. Like, they're they're very well known. Kind of in this. Like, I wouldn't call this, like, a super action-packed movie. But I feel like people who go see Fast and Furious would go see Dungeons & Dragons just to see Michelle. Yeah. She's um, she's great. I I love her because she was she's... She was amazing. I loved her character. Yeah. I loved her character art. Great character. I thought her... Yeah. Yeah, and and you know she had really great chemistry with with Chris Pine, um, and and I thought everyone kind of had really great chemistry with each I other. Agree. But yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Chris Chris is probably a bit too. He's he's not the most well known Chris. We have a lot of very famous Chris's, um, in the in the acting field, and maybe Chris Pine isn't the most the most popular, but he's definitely very beloved. Yes. Um. And I love him like, too. We love him very much. <laughs> yes. We know him from many things, and and usually, usually, it's very easy for us to kind of see him in in whatever role he's playing. But yeah, maybe this felt kind of like just he was playing an actor, and maybe he doesn't quite know all the nuances of a bard because his his bard was a little weird. Mm-hmm. Like he, like he's saying yes, but. They like kind of brought around a different idea of what a bard is. Like like bards are a part of like a a group. I don't know if this is if this is truly a thing in D and D, and I'm just not aware of it. But like he was a part of a bard clan, not a clan. I don't know. I don't know. I can't think of the term organization of like bards yeah. or whatever, right? Because he had got like his book, and he got like yeah. So like that was kind of interesting. He was trying to, like, redeem himself throughout the movie, but it, it, I don't know. I don't know what, I don't know. Like, I just felt like I didn't really believe the kind of nature of him just dropped into this scenario 
Okay. I don't know. I see it. Yeah. I yeah, I, know. I feel like that is just the fantasy genre in general, that this was trying to be, you know, a comedy, action, fantasy, big names having fun on the screen. And it definitely was that in, in many ways. So I cannot fault it for that. Like, it was what it was supposed to be. I just feel like it wasn't trying to do anything else. Like, not, it doesn't, everything doesn't have to be new, but, like, we've seen the impact that D&D has had on a lot of movies in the past, like, 20 years on fan, the fantasy mm-hmm. genre. And, like, to me, it, it wasn't, like... Because this was supposed to be just another fantasy movie, it just felt like another fantasy movie. That's sure, sure. Yeah, but yeah. I did enjoy the actors. Like, I really am a fan of, like Justice Smith, and I, I love Sophia, Sophia Lillis too, and her like, um, transfiguration like was really fun to watch on the screen, and just the the ways that they would creatively try to solve their problems was great. Um, you know, so that just kind of all the different levels of baddies that they are facing and mazes and, you know, um, que- like this grand quest really felt like a D&D, you know, campaign. So that was, I think, a, a really successful part of the movie. Yeah, I also really liked the... Uh... Um, when they when they went to the graveyard and had to ask the three questions to all the, <laughs> to all the dead guys. That yeah. was pretty fun. Um. Yeah, I really like Justice Smith. Justice Smith's um, arc, you know, he's he's not a very strong sorcerer, and he's kind of doing his best. But you know, a lot of his a lot of his lack of power kind of came from his self confidence, mm-hmm. like his his low self esteem, and you know, he kind of works around that and and figures that you know he is he is powerful in his own way, and or I, I can't remember like how powerful he is, or maybe he just you know, needs to believe in himself and, you know, use his power for what he has. Like, it's just, um, he needs to stop, like, comparing himself to other people. And, um, and, yeah, Sophia, uh, with the tiefling was super cool. Um, I like her a lot. She looks, she, she's really good at, at, um, like, being a chameleon. Like, she looked really different in, uh, she was also in Eternals, right? Um, Sophia Lillis? Uh, yeah, wasn't she like the little one? No. No. Was that someone else? No, that was <gasps> a different actress. Sophia was in <gasps> Sharp Objects. She was in um she was it. In it. Yeah, she was in the oh. and she was in um uh I guess I'll just click on her. I mean oh she was in that TV show. I didn't watch it, but it was like the bloody one. Um, the, I'm not okay with this. I'm not okay with this. Okay. Yeah, that's that's. Yeah, a I didn't watch. I didn't watch that one either. Oh, who, who was the person that was in Eternals? A different person, <laughs> different actress. A, a, a different, a different small person. A different, a different small person with actress? a pixie haircut. Yeah, <laughs> with a pixie haircut. Yeah, <laughs> dang. Um, but I have seen also the the daughter who played Kira before. Um, child actress. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yes, yes, yes. Oh, yeah, she looked familiar. She was in um, I don't know. She was in Big Little Lies. She was in Marry Me, My Spy. 
uh, Avatar is a young Loak, but of course we can't really tell what she looks like in Avatar. Um, Leah Big McHugh. Little Eyes. That, that was who was in Eternals. What does this person look like? She looks different. <laughs> this is, yeah, this is not who I was... <laughs> Yeah, Sprite. I was honestly picturing this other this this other actress. Yeah. Oh, interesting. Oh, funny little like cameo with Bradley Cooper. That was very silly. Yes. <laughs> yes. Bradley Cooper. That was so funny. Oh my goodness. Oh my god. I I thought there were some really great little little sketches like little just like little side things that were happening i i i had such a good time maybe <laughs> maybe it helped seeing it on the big screen like I maybe it so. did but yeah and you know i will never have that experience now of, of not seeing it first on a laptop really also you watch it on a laptop i watched it on my computer so it's a nice computer well, I know, but like you couldn't put it on your TV at least. Uh, I probably could have, but I didn't. <laughs> okay. Okay. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't dislike this movie. I just didn't think it was like as I don't know, like it wasn't like amazing, but like it wasn't <laughs> yeah. bad. No, it wasn't bad. I just didn't really laugh that much. I just liked like the fat dragon. I don't. I don't. Agree. I thought there was such there was such really good funny parts. Um, I and oh my I god, liked and the, fucking the... fucking Roger Jean Page. He was so fucking funny. <laughs> not. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he was so funny. <laughs> He's very apparently it and... was a apparently it was like a it was a um a mistake. Like when when he was walking away and they were shouting to him like, "Okay, cut, cut," and he couldn't hear, so he just kept walking and they just kept filming, and, <laughs> and that's why he just went over the, and it was just completely improvised with Chris Pine, um, being like, "Oh, I'm just gonna walk right over that rock. I'm not gonna not gonna go around it," and he just went right over it. It kind of reminded um, me of when. Han Solo walks over Jabba the Hutt's tail in that like extended cut from the 90s of the early um Star Wars movies that there's like a there's like a cut scene where he very like obviously steps over Jabba's tail but like they had to you know they CGI Jabba into the scene and mm-hmm it doesn't really make any sense because he kind of like hops in a very strange way because he didn't originally hop. And so they made him hop and it's okay. It looks very weird. (laughs) Everybody out there will know what I'm talking about. (laughs) I, I do not know what you're talking about. Yeah. You know, um, but yeah, it, it was funny. I don't know. Yeah. He was, I mean, he's very handsome. I love to see him in new stuff other than Bridgerton and um, his like taking everything very literally was, you know, cute. He's just like a really like straightforward kind of guy. Um, yeah. And was such a, and was such a D and D character choice. Like someone sure. just be like, yeah, my guy's just really literal. Uh-huh. Like, and, and just, <laughs> which is amazing. And he's so cute. Like I he just, is. I was dying. Yeah. I was like, Oh my goodness. Yeah. I was dead. <laughs> it's so good. Yeah, the the 
scenery was beautiful as well. Um, you know, probably shot somewhere in England. It was just gorgeous. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I mean, they did a lot of a lot of press for this movie. They wanted people to come see it. I remember in one of the presses, uh, Chris Pine was like, they were all talking about how D&D was really popular in Stranger Things, and that's kind of why it got resurfaced a bit in pop culture. And he was like, I've never seen that. I've never watched. I don't even know what you guys are talking about. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, I think, what? <laughs> Dude. I think Chris Pine just like lives under a rock or something. Yeah, like, he, he is just, one of those he, famous people. He just people goes that... underground. He, he, just, he does his little Chris Pine things. And they're like, okay, Chris, we need you for something. He's like, okay. And he's just like, <laughs> like yeah. what do you do? What are you doing all day, Chris? You just like meditating i bet i bet chris meditates like he just yeah or any reads i bet he reads so much i bet he's just a reader yeah he reads and he has like really really hot model girlfriends and they also don't know anything so he just lives in his own little world in regards to like pop culture and like what's what's (laughs) trending in in during like amongst us normies right among amongst us nerds uh, over here, like it's just he's just so removed. I mean, he did Star Trek. Yeah, who, no, who, who he, knew who knew how much he was really into Star Trek? I mean, he could have been. I, I don't know. I I don't know much about him, but he is my favorite Chris. And you know, maybe maybe not having any like experience in the the top like. Maybe brings a fresh. I'm sorry, I'm having a hard time talking today. Um, maybe him not having any knowledge or experience in what the movies are about, like Star Trek or D and D, brings like a fresh take yeah. on on a character. You know, yeah, yeah, may, yeah, yeah, maybe. I'm not saying yeah, he is a bad actor. I love him. He's great. He, no, no, he's great. He does have a you know a jolliness to him in this. That we, we truly don't see too much, I think, in his other films, like playing as yeah. more serious characters. I felt like he was definitely trying to be a little bit more kooky in this one. And, it you know, it was fun. Like when he goes to sing, like he sings a lot, which is great. And honestly, I don't think I've ever seen him sing in anything else. And he sang in like that, that scene where like he was trying to distract the guards. And it was so crazy because like his body just starts to like turn into mist and it kind of like sags and it was so frightening like i don't know what yes they did the animation it was, it, was, like... it was like an illusion yeah. yeah it was like an illusion that that was like falling apart and so it got, it got really messed up and like like uh like dysmorphia it was oh god it was really it was it really was scary very scary and another shot that was really was scary, scary was the witch was like losing her beauty and then like her like scary old like scaly skin came out and that was also very frightening oh of a daisy yeah Daisy's character uh-huh yeah yeah she was she was pretty scary she was really good too yeah i mean they all just played again the fantasy genre is fun and I don't want to I don't want it to go away. Um so 
I'll definitely take it. <laughs> I'll take it. <laughs> I'll, t- I'll take it rather than leave it. Yes, exactly. Because <laughs> um, it's fun and I, so I'll, I enjoy I'll it. I'll definitely watch more. And in fact, before we move on to any like trivia or anything, a, a book came out mm-hmm. that is a prequel to this movie. Mm-hmm. And of course I bought it because I needed a book in my library that had Chris Pine's face on it. Um, so I will definitely be reading it. I wish I had read it before we like talked about it on the podcast today, but that's okay. I'll just, you'll probably hear about it on a toppings or something, uh, once I eventually get around to reading this, but it, this is, this is supposed to be about, I believe how the team originally gets like, so in the movie, they, they were a team, not like, not like, uh, Roger Jean Page or, um, no, I, I think that was it. Just not him. But um, everyone else, Chris Pine. Well, and uh, Doric, she's Smith. not part of it either. That's right. Doric was not a part of it. Um, but all the other characters were in this group and they like, they, they stole, they like, they did like heists and stuff and, or they stole from the rich or something and gave to the poor like that kind of thing. Right. Isn't that kind of what they did? No, they were just oh, no. stealing from people who. They just stole from rich people. Yeah. Who deserved it. That's what they said. <laughs> Yeah, and so I think these this this book kind of covers how they originally met, not when they broke up and then met up again, because that's what we see in the movie, obviously. So, um, so this is supposed to be about that. So I'm very excited. Yeah, you're to gonna read it because you know this. you you liked it, so of course, yeah, I bought it. I have yeah. every intention of reading it. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and there is a second book, and I have not. Um, that has, it's so beautiful. So the first one has just Chris Pine and like the, the, um, like kind of the silhouettes of the rest of the crew and like this really cool, um, castle, like kingdom in the background. This other book that also came out, they're two different, they're two different authors. The one that I have is Jalay Johnson and this other one is E.K. Johnston. Um, Mm -hmm. so, and this one has, uh, the tiefling on the front and it's got like this really cute like greenery um and a really cool like crescent moon behind her and it just looks really pretty and so i want to get this one too but let me quickly read the summary for this one so this one's probably just a uh an origin story maybe about doric just kind of what i'm getting after skimming this summary oh so i'll probably cool. get this one too i liked her a lot she was so cool. I loved her outfit. I could totally see myself like cosplaying as her. Yeah, she's she's, so cute. she's really cute. I like her a lot. She's super super cute. There um, there is a lot of trivia on here. Like I can't even like <laughs> begin to touch as I expected that this movie probably has been in production for a while and it has, but also just like yeah. completely so many easter eggs to D, which i am i've played it but like you've been playing a campaign more than me like more consistently so like you know a lot more about D than i do and it seems that i just was going at this as like a movie and not necessarily a movie that was a about dungeons and D&D dragons <laughs> you know what yeah. i mean I also kind of wished that at the end, instead of, even though I thought it was, it was funny having that end credit scene. Did you watch the end credit scene? Yes. Which I didn't Uh, think was that funny. 
No, I, um, which it, it was just, it was just the zombie guy, like still at the, still at the graveyard, right? Yeah. So that was what it was. Yeah. I, which like really tie it back into D&D, I thought it would have been really cool to have, to have like the actual players playing in this campaign. Like, like we just, we, we cut to them. I like, know. After something, like they, they, they close it down for the day or they like, I don't know, like something like just have. Yeah. Have the players that are playing as these characters, like, ju- like, just really break down that fourth wall. I think that would have been, it would have been cheesy, but I think it would have been really cool to see and, like, really tie it back into d and I think that's a great suggestion. Thank you. I mean, it's kind of too late. But for the next one, for the next D&D movie, put, put it in there. Put it in there. <laughs> Apparently, this is the fourth reboot of a D&D movie. And a TV series also oh, was really uh, made, uh, I guess, oh. a while back. So mm-hmm. I did not know this. Again, I don't know anything. <laughs> Some nerd I am, but I can only get so far into things. Um, apparently, they, they encounter a baby cat like Tabaxi at, at some point. Um, which is what my character is in our D and D campaign. Yeah. Um, they had Owl Bear. That was pretty cool. Um, apparently, in the tabletop game, a druid cannot turn into an owl bear at all. But oh. this is a something the directors wanted. So, um, yeah, there was a Dungeons and Dragons movie in two thousand as well, which. I didn't know about this. I don't. <laughs> Wait, what was it? In two thousands, there was a in two thousand there was a Dungeons and Dragons movie too. Was there really? I guess so. <laughs> oh my goodness! Yeah, it was a film trilogy released between two thousand and twenty twelve. Oh my gosh! <laughs> Who's in it? What's it about? J- J- Jeremy Irons. Jeremy Irons, awesome. Oh, <gasps> Alison, we have to watch this movie. Oh no. <laughs> I'm, okay. It, oh no, I'll, I'll I got watch a 14 it. Meta score. Oh my god. Oh. <laughs> yeah. No. 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 See, that's why I don't yeah, want to. Yeah, 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 I yeah. don't want to say it was bad because obviously it could have been so, so much worse. So like oh my god oh my god there's so many like really bad fantasy movies out there so definitely this one had a higher budget very you know reminiscent of it, it kind of there's felt also like also a 1983 yeah Dungeons and Dragons also 1983 it's only 30 minutes long oh my god oh it's animated. A group of kids are thrown into a fantasy world. Like, fucking Dungeons and Dragons could fucking be a Jumanji-type movie. Yeah, which is a popular... Those were popular movies, too. Um, but not oh not gosh, quite fantasy. It looks amazing. Oh, I want to watch this one, too. <laughs> oh, Alessandra! Yes. <gasps> I'm looking at the cast for, for the Dungeons and Dragons uh, animated, and fucking... That substitute teacher who voice acts that we would have. She's in this. Oh, she is? 
Yeah. Oh, cool. There was a teacher who would who there was a substitute who would who would work at at a. I'm pretty sure I had her. Definitely I, in high school. Yeah. Did I have her in middle school too? I think I had her in middle school. Yeah, I think I had her for both. Yeah, and and she told me that she voice acted. She told me that she voice acted in a Totally Spies. Mm-hmm. Um, which God, fucking love that show. So good. Um. And yeah, and she's she's in this one. That's cool. So cool. That's so oh, great that, that you cool were just thing. clicking and you saw her and you were just like <laughs> You just gotta click around and see what happens. Yeah. <laughs> I mean Oh my god, but no, we are definitely we are definitely watching oh my god, and there's a two thousand twelve, there's a two thousand five. There's so many. Jeez. There's a lot. I mean, I bet this didn't do super bad at the box office. I didn't really hear about it. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't remember hearing much about, you know, I, I, I know that, you know, some friends at work went to see it because, you know, they're huge nerds and they like D&D as well. Um, so not surprising that they would go see it. Um, but, uh, and that they liked it generally. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Do you want to take a quick break and then we'll, was there any good trivia? Or are we going to take a break and then look at the trivia? Um, I'm just looking through it. Uh, we can take a break and look at a little bit more. I'll just say some stuff. Okay. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Okay, we are back. Um, I want to read this one. It says, The directors opened up about Monty Python's influence on the film. Jonathan Goldstein explaining that while the creative team wanted to make a comedy, they didn't want to mock the source material. We never want to go too far when it comes it becomes a spoof of fantasy films, but we also wanted to be able to pivot from something creepy and traditional fantasy to an absurd, almost Monty Python-type sequence. Um, it kind of reminded me of that movie your highness which i watched kind of more recently and that wasn't very good but that was kind of a a spoof-esque uh fantasy yeah um some other some other inspiration uh, other sources that they use as inspiration was like the princess bride um lord of the rings indiana Mm -hmm. jones were were also which i think it had a good i i definitely like that it took more of a comedic thing there were definitely some some serious parts and mm-hmm. and and i liked that but i i also liked because dnd is also about having fun and doing stupid it is. shit yeah so it's, yeah so i think it's 
I think it was definitely a nice mix. It's better than going the gritty route, which is like a lot of fantasy kind of goes that gritty route that like Game of Thrones is trying to go and and it does that very successfully. But like it doesn't do it successfully in movies like that Robin Hood movie from several years ago or like the other Robin Hood movie from several years before that was like a little better. But it's like the grittiness is kind of can can be too much and it just does not work with this type of fun fantasy um and so like there's there's endless adventures that can be had in this kind of world so yeah you you want it to be something that can just possibly be made into something else with new fun characters and um the comic con scene like it felt like this movie should have been made 10 years ago and I don't know why. Like, it just, to me, was a real Comic-Con-esque, like, us going to Comic-Con time that this would have, like, shown in Hall Oh, Hall-H. for sure. This definitely should have had, like, a panel at Comic-Con, and there should have been, like, there should have been a whole to-do about, I mean, they might have done it. Now. I mean, obviously, we didn't go. That's true. So, like... <laughs> right. I feel like... That's right. It has been a couple years since we've gone. And it could have been in New York. Like, it could have been in any Comic-Cons. I'm just going to look this up. I I gotta... I gotta know. Um, if, yeah. you, if you see... I also thought it was very sweet. Yeah, when you're looking that up, I thought it was very sweet um, that, you know, Hugh Grant was a little nervous about, you know, being in this movie because mm-hmm. the, the, you know, much like much like Star Wars fans or even Star Trek fans or even, you know, just fans in general being very protective of the things they love. Um, he was a little nervous about, you know, this coming out because he's like, we don't want to, we don't want to ruin this for the D&D fans, but we also want to cater this to maybe people who aren't necessarily as experienced in D&D. Um, and that's, and that's really a good way to go about it. I mean, to, to just be, to just be aware of that. Like, and she'll be like, oh, we're just going to make this because fuck you guys. Like, yeah, so they, <laughs> in November, uh, they kicked off a weekend of Hall H panels with cast they members did? Chris Pine, Michelle Rodriguez, Reggae Jean Page, Sylvia Lillis, and Hugh Grant joined directors Jonathan Goldstein and John Francis Daly and producer J- Jeremy Latham to share the first details. They got a teaser. And first look and, you know, did a little panel and sizzle reel. Um, and they, that's, they showed the clips of them asking the, the corpses the questions. Oh, that's a good one. <laughs> so, good one. yeah, extremely Comic-Con and I love that about it. <laughs> love that. Love that so much. All right. Uh, All right. Should I look at these uh, plot keywords? Yes. Let's see. All right. We've got based on tabletop role playing game, based on game, Dungeons and Dragons, magic, dragon. Nice. And this movie got a 72 meta score, which is very good. 47 positive reviews, seven mixed, and three negative reviews. Um, before we get into them, I just want to say. I can feel the love from the creators in this. I definitely feel like they didn't just bullshit their way through it because they wanted a a good paycheck. It kind of felt like everybody was really, really like wanting to make something that um, audiences would like and especially the the D&D community. Yeah. 
Yeah, I agree. Okay, so all right, let's go down here. Yeah, there's some negatives. there's some low ones. So. Oh wow, jeez. Okay, so the lowest is a twenty from the Wall Street Journal. Um, every element other than Mr. Grant is brain scaringly awful. Oh. The flat characters, the dull acting, the rusted bat batlo batlo hmm. uh, dialogue. And above all, the action scenes, which are frenzied, chaotic, meaningless, and vapid, overflowing with CGI that is no more awe-inspiring than the average TV commercial about lizards selling auto insurance. What? Jeez, Kyle. <laughs> oh my god, that is so mean. Damn, Kyle. <laughs> Damn. Wowza. Damn, Kyle. <laughs> Tell us how you really feel. I actually thought that that fight scene at the at the arena was pretty fun. All right. Yeah, I agree. I didn't think it was. Yeah. It was. It was chaotic. It was frenzied and chaotic. I thought we were able to see. You know what fight scenes are fucking frenzied and chaotic? The Transformers movies fight scenes. You have no idea what the fuck is happening in any of those scenes. Like, hey, no one's mo- saying that that's not true, Emily. Okay, this is not like you're not comparing films and saying this is just as bad as. But this guy definitely does not like it. <laughs> so, well, and I'm also not saying that like I don't necessarily need to see what's happening in like every move is happening in every fight scene. Fight scenes can be a blur. That's fine. I don't mind. <laughs> if you're dealing with big ass robots, it's, it's a little hard to see anyway. Um, but yeah, I'm excited for that new uh, Transformers movie coming out with the the beasts. Are you to, are you excited about it? Um, I thought it looked cool. Yeah. I thought it looked pretty interesting. Yeah. I'm, I'm a little behind on the Transformers movies. I love the first ones, uh, the first two. And I, I don't think I've seen any more after that. I might have seen the third one, but I've kind of fallen off a little bit. Um, but this new one looks interesting. Oh, yeah. And then we saw Bumblebee. I liked Bumblebee. Mm. That was fun. Yeah. That's the director um, of wait. Coraline, the um, producer of Laika. Like... Yeah. Yeah. Um I heard I heard a crazy thing about about Leica. Yeah. Did you did you send did you send me something about Leica? Yeah, the Was that you? Travis Knight is the creator of Leica. He is the son of um somebody who is uh like it's I like think Nike or something. Nike, right? yeah, like the owner of Nike. Yeah. So he puts yeah. all of his money into um Leica, which like actively loses money every time they make a movie because they're very expensive to make. Um, yeah, they but he so does it for the love and like, yeah. And I love that. It's amazing. <laughs> it's, a, it's a real labor of love. And it that's, is, and that's dedication. And I, I really respect that. It, 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 and it's like him giving up his money to make art that is like accessible for everyone, really. And yeah. hiring people to make it as well, who also love it. You know, that is a big giving a lot of a lot of artists jobs and also making really cool movies. So yeah, and just saying, um, I th- I think there was a pair of of Coraline uh, Nike shoes. Definitely make another <laughs> make another version of those, and I I will buy those. <laughs> I will buy those shoes. <laughs> I want some Coraline shoes. They're so cool. Um, 
All right. Any from the yellow section you want to read? Yeah, I want to read the um, BBC 60. It says Dungeons and Dragons Honor Among Thieves is no masterpiece, but it's warm, upbeat, unpretentious entertainment, and it's bound to be popular. We certainly don't have to wait another 23 years before the next D&D film comes out. Um, and the New York Times 60 also says it does capture the spirit of play, which is very good. That's a, that's a plus. Yeah. Yeah. Very nice. Um, should I just head to the top? Yeah. Take it to the top. <laughs> oh my god, I got one 100? Wow! Oh, Jesus, from who? Oh my goodness, from so, Original Sin. Someone gave it a 100? <laughs> wow. That's so nice. Okay, let's see. Um, original Sin, yes, 100. Uh, if there was anything missing from the lives of swords and sorcery-loving nerds, it would be a proper Dungeons & Dragons movie. Now we have one. Aww. That's very That's nice. nice, yes. I love that. Yeah. Aww. A lot of the... Oh, it's a consequence. Should yeah. Consequence? I'll read that one. The 91 from Liz, my, yeah, my yeah. brother's boss. Yeah. It's all too appropriate that at the center of the honor, honor Among Thieves is a message about the value of found families and how strong and powerful those relationships can be. That underlying sweetness, the incredibly game nature of its cast, and again, the emphasis on fun make this film a worthy of the brand. One that might even inspire some new converts to discover the adventure possible on their own tabletops. Very nice. Very nice, yes. I did Very like nice. that that uh, note at the end that they picked to resurrect um, Michelle Rodriguez instead because, you know, she was basically like, she was the one who raised uh, the girl anyway, so, you know. Yeah, she did. She was, she's a member of the family. Mm-hmm. And fam- family first, much like Fast and the Furious. Alessandra, we need to watch all the Fast and the Furious movies and talk about them. All right. We okay. need to do that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, sure. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm game, I guess. <laughs> I don't know why, but I just, I have this, I have this real hankering to just, to just watch the Fast and the Furious movies. I, I don't know why. They're they're not the kind of movies I would watch, but I'm very interested for some. You reason. like you you just said that you like Transformers, and it's it's kind of not so different from that. <gasps> you think so? Well, it's like about okay. cars, and then it's about yeah. like you know, fa- found family, family, and like um... <laughs> it's about cars and family. Oh my gosh! It's exactly like stunts, <laughs> Transformers. And like flying through the air a lot, like lots of yeah. flying through the air, you know? Yeah, and and literal impossible stunts. You know what? Sold. You sold me. No, <laughs> we saw them filming it too, which was exciting. We did. We was we saw them filming as we were when we were in Scotland. It was fucking crazy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was pretty pretty interesting. Oh my goodness. Okay, just because I'm curious, where can I find the first Fast and the Furious movie? Hold on, hold on. We can't close out just yet. Okay. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on I think on, it was on, from on, like 2001. That's... Yeah, 2001. Am I right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you're right. I'm right? I just I just threw that yes. out like out of nowhere. You're right. It's 2001. Oh it's my here. God. The like... I've never seen them, so I didn't. I didn't know. I definitely knew it wasn't late '90s. I I was pretty you can sure watch about that. On, 
You can watch on TBS.com or TNTdrama.com. So. Oh. For free? Like if I just make a TBS account? I don't think that that's how that works. But you know what? I don't know. I, don't I guess we'll we'll come, we'll get back to you about that, people. <laughs> yeah. Well, we'll keep you posted. You know, that's this. I'm, I'm down to watch them. So you, you never know. You never know on the All by the Popcorn podcast. <laughs> we'll watch anything. Yeah, we really will, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, that was Dungeons & Dragons Honor Among Thieves. Um, if you enjoyed this episode, please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, and IMDb. We are also on Amazon Music, Spotify, and Acast. If you want to email us, please do that at allaboutthepopcornpodcast at gmail.com. If you want to follow our social media, we have Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, YouTube. Just search All By The Popcorn or All By The Popcorn Podcast. And we have merch. So please check that out. But thank you so much for listening. And we'll talk to you in the next one. Goodbye. Bye. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. The Real Housewives is a guilty pleasure for most, but if you're looking to not feel guilty about that pleasure, tune in to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino, where I break down all the messy moments and behind-the-scenes antics of Bravo's popular franchise. And on Everything Iconic, I also interview celebrity guests like Kelly Ripa, Kiki Palmer, Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, and more about their guilty pleasures, their past work, and so much more. So if you're pop culture obsessed and find yourself watching way too much reality TV like me, tune in to Everything Iconic with Danny Pellegrino, wherever you listen to podcasts. ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com. <laughs>